We are rolling. We're rolling, and thank God, because you're on one. I'm on one, man. Yeah. You came back. You just, you're, I mean, you still seem a little tense. I'm a little frazzled. I'm 10 to 15 minutes removed from a corporate working over uh, by AT&T. If any of you are having problems with AT&T, if you ever had in the past, this introduction is for you. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we introduce the show? Goes by the name of Dragon Boy Swade, H. Michael Craig, Horst Pastrasnik, Howard Kramer. I am here with Megan Keister. Did you say I goes by the name? I goes by the name. Okay, great. That's from uh, I Heal with My Steel. I goes by the name of Dragon <laughs> Boy Swade. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance today. There you go. I have. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm just Megan Keister. You're Megan Keister. You're right. MBK, Megable Keist. Uh, so many different things. Uh, I never told you about Jiggable Pie. Um, well, I mean, there's a no rap, time like the present. There's a rap album from the 90s called Jiggable Pie. Jiggable Pie, okay. And I don't know exactly what it means, but the album cover is just a, a woman's buttocks. Mm-hmm. I think that's the Jiggable Pie. I never figured it out. One would imagine, yeah. Same as the Tootsie Roll, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, Megabeth Keys, Jiggable Pie, Megabeth Megable Keist. So that's, mm-hmm. that became one of your nicknames. <laughs> so I'm here with Megable Keist. I'm a little less sinister than MK Ultra. Yeah. That's oh, good. I like that a lot. You've heard that? Yeah. 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 I've gotten that a little bit. That's damn good. Mm-hmm. Say I goes by the name of MK Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, <clears throat> goes by the name of MK Ultra. Hello. Does that seem okay? Yeah, you did it. Great. I was trying to get it like a whoo, but I couldn't. Ow. Yeah, there you go. Ow. Ow. AT&T, they were supposed to come set up my cable or my internet. Your internet, yeah. Internet. Okay. So, I talked to the girl on the phone. This is like two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, this has been a real protracted saga. This is a... I mean, yeah. yeah. This could be a (laughs) mini-series. CBS should buy this because it's old people problems. Right. Boomer stuff. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, we set the whole thing up. She says, okay, that's it. We'll send you the equipment. You'll plug it in. Good to go. Yeah. Okay. It's about four days between that call and like when the stuff's supposed to arrive. Mm-hmm. The stuff doesn't hasn't arrived yet, but I start getting all these texts about I've got an appointment on Monday or Tuesday, and I'm like, this is a mistake. We me and the, we were on the phone for 25 minutes. Right. She We've never mentioned an appointment. Never mm-hmm. mentioned a time. Nothing. Okay. So I just kind of ignored the text, wait for the equipment to show up. I'm going to plug it in, see what happens. Sure. So I miss out. Somebody shows up because they do need to show up, and I missed it. Where were you? What were you doing? I think I was here, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, the stuff's supposed to show in the mail. I'm getting weirdo texts. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I'm waiting for the equipment. Go about my biz. Sure. Turns out they sent someone over. So now it's time to reschedule. Right. So about 10 days ago, I reschedule. Right. They say it's an all dayster. <laughs> 9 a.m. Start, yeah. <laughs> all, 9 a.m. to 5. Bring a book, yeah. Bring a book, bring a lunch, punch Thank the you. clock. Settle yeah. it. Yeah. So 
You're home as a prison. So I, I'm, <laughs> I'm in there, and then the guy shows up at like 5.15. Classic. What happens is he needs to get into the basement to do his phone stuff. Right. The basement people shut that door at 5. So Why? I Why? I mean, and uh, what, what? Because they're 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 people that are working on the building maintenance wise, and they have like a little makeshift office down there. So from okay. nine to five, it's wide open. Go in; they'll show you where to go, do your internet thing. But these guys leave at five, and mm-hmm. the AT&T guy shows up at five fifteen. Mm-hmm. Eight hours wasted. Sure. The guy shows up. I said, "Yeah, you needed to get in there, but you know, you waited fifteen minutes too long." He says, all right, here's my number. I'll come back tomorrow. I go, when? He goes, it's going to be like between 9 and 10. <laughs> Wait, 9 a.m. and 10 p.m.? No, or? 9 and 10. Like, oh, 9 like, a.m. and 10 a.m. We okay. know we screwed you. You waited all day. Right. I'm the Your guy. Your reward is, yeah, just a one-hour window as yeah. opposed to a 48-hour window. Yes. And sure. you think like, okay, I finally got out of the Matrix. Now it's just me and this guy. Mm-hmm. He's a human. He's seen my face. He's going to take care of me. Sure. You're not out of the matrix because he, nobody shows up the next day. <laughs> nobody. Okay. Okay. So to me, that's agreement number two. I said we we well, we should tell the listeners that you are consulting a tattered piece of paper in which you have written in detail everything that has happened thus far. Yes, as we know that I am likely to do with yes. anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So agreement one was the eight hours. Sure. They busted it. Agreement two, next day, they One busted One hour, it. busted. Okay, so at this point, I go into Kramer, not Kramer mode. I won't blame this on my whole clan. I go into Howard Kramer mode. Okay. Which is, you come to me. And they did. The phone rang. I thought it was just a customer service. I was picked, I mean a, uh, whatchamacallit? Robot? Robot. I just thought it was some rando call. I mm-hmm. picked up, it happened to be a woman going like, let's make an appointment get this thing going sure 25 minutes on the phone with her very robotic language mm-hmm. she's from another land she's learned english i am uh, i applaud that and i'm amazed by it <laughs> but it's very robotic <laughs> it's like yes mr kramer um we are so sorry that this happened to you i will expedite that you know she's when just, it lacks the warmth you doubt the sincerity thank you yes and i've already we're at strike two right so she gives me the whole blah bitty blah blah blah. It's all gonna go down. And we make an appointment for today, nine to eleven AM. Nine to eleven AM, yeah. Okay. Wake up at eight, get ready, did a little vacuuming for the guy. Really? Whole thing, yeah. That's thoughtful. Nine to eleven, no show. I call him up at eleven, nobody has any idea. Like I could just tell it's like nobody they weren't sending anybody, they didn't mm. know what was going on. So they're scrambling, basically. It's a scramble. Yeah. He says, I'll call you back in five minutes. Mm-hmm. 25 minutes go by. <laughs> Are you just staring at the clock in silence while this is happening? For about the first 10 minutes, and then I go, I'm just going to surf the net, put my phone there, and, you know, he sure. can interrupt my surfing. <laughs> so he calls back in 25 minutes, and he goes, oh, sorry for the delay, and I'm just like full silence. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. He says, all right, the guy will be there. At uh, 12.30 or 12.40. Mm, okay. 12.30 comes, no guy. 12.40 comes, no guy. Really? Then the phone rings. Hey, it's the guy. I just want to let you know I'm on the way. Okay. I go, what's the ETA? Because there's been a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> right. He goes, I'll be there. He goes, my map says 10 minutes. Okay. 
20 minutes go by <laughs> he's not there so basically i'm getting into my car going i'm going over to mbk's mk ultras and <laughs> screw all these people right 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 he shows up just in the nick of time comes up to my place does a little thing we go down into the basement into the basement which is thing. open little thing yeah back up to my place little thing he says unless it all goes south you should be good to go when you get home if not here's my card and call me so I'm <laughs> st- still not out of it yet right but i've dealt with well, about- we're in the woods but we can yeah. see on the other side of the woods we can see like the waffle house on the other side of the rural highway yes basically but we could also see the peak of the mountain, which I hope isn't a false peak. Right, 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 right. So, it just depends on where you're standing spatially. Yes, very true. Yeah. Well, so there you go. Five. Uh, I've talked to five different people. From five the agreements. There's five agreements on this piece of paper. Uh, yeah, basically. And so, <laughs> I mean, that's that's what it took to to switch internet. So. But okay, but okay, and I understand your frustration, and yeah. I will raise that as my own. But here's the thing: how much were you paying for internet? Oh, money-wise, this thing is still completely worth it. Absolutely, getting through the woods, this is going to be a beautiful thing. Sure. But it's just that I used to be with AT and T back in the day, right? And they always, always—I mean, I—I'm the most negative reaction i have to a corporation that i've done business with would be at&t it's like close between at&t and bank of america but at&t i would put higher well that makes sense though because if you think about it at&t used to be a monopoly right they're not anymore but i'm sure they're still sort of operating as though they are yes because look at them i mean everyone's doing business with them right and um brian you may know him as (laughs) marilyn manson but (laughs) One day I had to go to AT&T. It was the one on La Cienega, just south of the Beverly Center. And there was a gentleman there in a garish Ed Hardy type hat. You mm-hmm. know, the ones they used to have with the ornate koi fish on them? Yes. And You're I look, really painting a picture and I can see it. I yeah. can visualize it in my mind's eye. Okay, so picture the AT&T customer service center. Yeah. Tall, skinny gentleman <laughs> with the goldfish hat on. And he goes by the name of Brian Manson, Brian Marilyn Manson. Even he had to like go in there and deal. Like to me, it was like even Marilyn Manson, you know, what can't I mean? escape the tendrils of the bureaucracy of AT and T. Yeah, said very well. Thank you. You know what I'm thinking? Damn, Brian, back at it again with the koi fish hat. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. <laughs> Damn, Brian. The beauty of that meme is that. I barely know it, and I only know it through you. So whenever I hear "damn Daniel" or see anything, it's like I pick, I think of you saying it. Well, I'm so pleased to be your original TikTok. You're you are you're my damn kind of like analog TikTok a little bit. You're you're the meme, you're the meme queen. Speaking of TikTok, you said you had something grift related that you saw on TikTok this week. All right, let's get into it. This guy put out a TikTok. It said how to make a thousand dollars from your bedroom. From my bedroom. Let's I'll let you guys listen to the audio while I show this to MK Ultra. Here we go. <laughs> how to make a thousand dollars from your bedroom every week. Step one, go to Craigslist for your area. Yeah. Step two, go to the free section on Craigslist. Yeah. Step three, find a couch in good condition. Yeah. Step four, download the picture on your desktop. Step five, click sell something on Facebook Marketplace. Step six, fill out the form, select your category, what it is, the price, and then upload. Step seven, wait for somebody to give you an offer, accept it, 
Communicate with them, meet up, sell them your product, get your money. Step eight, do it as many times as you'd like and make as much money as you possibly want to without having to work a nine to five job. (laughs) (laughs) But fuck it, all right. But like, okay, yeah, I've done it. We've already discussed this. this, That's what I'm saying, this guy... You can't. I mean, you like this one? He's got. He's doing an MBK there. Right. He's pulling an MBK here. I gotta say though, the quality of the couch that he used in his example, I you know what lamentable. Too nice. Oh, too he, nice. Oh, too shitty. Well, too shitty. I didn't absolutely. See the picture, sorry. Have you ever tried to sell a couch on Craigslist? It's actually quite hard. That, if what you want to do, straight up, you don't want to deal with this like big box shit. You want to go there. You want to get stereo receipt. Have I flipped a stereo receiver I've received for free off Craigslist? One hundred. Oh, that's good. You want to flip toners. You want, you know what I mean? You get the small stuff, adds up. So, so to me, like, we're debunking this guy because you're saying, like, a couch. Because when he picked a couch, I was like, he's making couch seem too easy. Right. You're saying kind of the same as shipping. Let's go with the smaller items. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And I mean, it, this presupposes that I have a, the kind of fucking vehicle that I could just go pick up couches willy-nilly. Right. I don't. And... I don't know if he was trying to imply that you would sell it before you go pick it up. And he is. But you can't do that. Especially, I could tell just by looking at that listing, because the photo of the couch was taken while it's at the curb. It's a curb alert. All right? When somebody puts a curb alert on Craigslist, it's any man for himself. Whoever gets there first gets the bounty. Right. Which I, I bet people have died racing to a curb alert. I mean, that to me is like, that's like throwing money at a parking lot. Like, somebody's going to get hurt. I've had some very tense, high-pressure situations trying, struggling to get to a curb alert in time. Also, I mean, curb alerts can break bad. Yeah. And then, of course, like, what if you get there at the same time as some psycho that's, like, willing to fight you for the stuff? Exactly. And it could be one of these guys that decided to sell it before they got their hands on it. So you know they're going to want it. And this guy, too, I was talking about this off-camera before. The guy doesn't look like he's look like a teenager who's just trying to get followers because he's not living in a nice place i'm sure he hasn't actually done this in practice yet right but this is that's the theory but because we know better we've had experience you don't go heavy item and you don't you don't go couch you're not gonna like run around town hoarding couches and waiting till they sell 100 percent. and also i mean the larger the item too the less likely it is that someone is going to actually make good on their promise to come pick it up great point you know what i'm saying great point but that does bring up a okay not everyone's an mbk with a home depot van rental rental. let's look at let's look at the craigslist free section right now see what we could flip notice that if i just type the letter l into my browser first thing that pops up craigslist free section it knows it most of our listeners have that but it's with p for uh pornhub Why they're not doing it in an incognito window is beyond me. They have no shame. But here we go. 40-inch Samsung LCD TV. You could flip that real easy. Works. Come gets it. Come get it, the guy says. If I, lo- I want to drive to Mar Vista, I could flip that for probably 50 bucks. Mar Vista is a haul. Yeah. Uh, it's a schlep. But it is but a But no risk, no time. reward. And my time is fucking worthless. And how about that we're at the point where... Technology is moving so fast that people are just giving away. Like, that is not like some old, big, clunky TV. No. That's like... It's flat, dude. It's better than the fucking TV that I have in my bedroom that I grifted myself about 12 years ago. How'd you grift that? 
That was back in the day when I used to do the return fraud with Borders and Barnes and Noble. You did that? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> For a while, this is like right when Rock Band, that that video game Rock Band, first came out. There was yep. the Beatles Rock Band. Yep, totally remember. And they sold it at Borders, right? Yep, big white package. The only the only video game they sold there. So what I would do is I would buy copies of Beatles Rock Band on with store credit that I obtained from returning books fraudulently. I would buy rock band then i would go to best buy and then return the rock band without a receipt and that was like i mean i had to go to a lot of them because some of them would take it without a receipt some wouldn't right but thankfully they've got every other fucking electronics business out of business so can i just say so they're littering the landscape so you would walk into Best Buy, which is notorious. It's the only place I know that makes sure they say the hi to everybody and yep. like check your bag. You'd walk in there with a with a rock band under your arm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just the video game. Oh, okay. it wasn't it's not like the, the whole okay. the whole apparatus. No, okay. no, 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 no. Just the game itself. And then I, I mean, I had to return because each one was I don't know like sixty bucks or something. And TVs were quite expensive at that time. As you may recall, they're not very expensive now. Hell, this right. man's about to throw one in the fucking garbage, right? Disposable. At the time, a flat screen TV was a few hundo. So I had to do this for... Honestly, this was like a long con. It took me months to acquire the right amount of credit in order to purchase an open box uh, flat screen TV from Best Buy, about 32 inches, so which how, still works now. So you just kept on returning the rock bands and amassing credit? Mm-hmm. Damn. And then when I bought it... Then I like bought it with, you know, 10 different return gift cards. The guy was not happy. Oh, my God. But you yeah. know what? I never saw him again. What do I give a shit? Right. That's like, yeah, let's hang it in tough. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, I just had a question. Hmm. Oh, did you also get the, because I did this. Did you get the uh, floor model discount? Yes. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you just have to like, there'll be like a sticker on your TV that you got to peel off. There was a sticker on the TV. I peeled it off. It left a residue. I tried to get it off with Goo Gone, and then it fucked up the plastic. And so now the plastic frame of the TV is permanently fucked up. However, I don't care. There you go. Who cares? That's what I'm talking about. And mine, yeah, the sticker was on the base, so it wasn't a big deal. Love that. Speaking of, I mean. Actually, that's two TVs ago, I got to say. Because the last one I ordered online, they brought in the box, the big 4K. Yeah. You got a 4K popping off over there in Dragon Man? Yeah, there was a sick deal. Like, I was <laughs> I was, um, I was, was looking online, and I found some. I, I was, like, really researching it. And yeah. then I found, like, this is the cheapest, best one. This one, if you're just a person who wants to watch movies and you're not, like, crazy into this, like, this is the one to get. And it right. Was, so that's the one I got. Well, you know, well, you know what you can get right now on Craigslist. Someone's giving away free Betacam Mini DV DV Cam DVC Pro tape stock. Tapes to use with a Betacam. You know how flippable that to, shit is. I bet it is. That's what I'm saying. Even the tapes, like, you know, people collect just the tapes now. Sometimes. So I'm just, I, you know, was, this kid, this fucking moron on TikTok. You know, he's in the right, right in theory. Right. Right in theory. He's right in theory, but. He's talking to a couple pros over here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, that's very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of that thought process. And I think it should lead us right into the news. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I've been on, you know, I'm always off grid, so if you could bring me a little bit of uh, 
what's trending what's popping what's topical in the world today well let me see i've got the new york post i've got the daily news i've got the new york times and oh look here i've got the grift gazette (laughs) i like how the post came first what post well, you said the New York Post was like as if it's the first news source you consult as opposed to the New York Times I or know, anything I else. On the said that. And, you know, also because um, like as we outed me, we outed me last week about the TMZ. Oh, your TMZ head, yeah. You're but also I, a page six boy? No, I never, ever look at the Post. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was odd that I said that. <laughs> uh, but I do want to, I received some good news, some very good news. Wonderful. The FCC yeah. says that AT&T must pay $60 million for slowing data on unlimited mobile plans. You just like that because of the schadenfreude because you AT&T is on your shit list right now, right? Well, I like A, that they have to pay that fine. And yeah. then I like B, that they're being called out because look, this is what they're working on all day. Not like, let's get the technician over to Dragon Manor. It's more like, <laughs> let's slow down people's rates so that they feel like they should up their uh, right, right, right. megabytes or whatever. Hate that. So after, all right, let's get it. That wasn't the Griff Gazette story. Although though. I get this actually, I mean, you know, this does segue perfectly into a viewer letter about cell phones. Oh, really? Because if someone has AT&T and they think it sucks the shit out of your ass, which it does, maybe they should jump. You know, we're always standing visible. Oh, yeah. They should go over to visible. We got a subject line, visible grift right here. Yep. And I want to compliment whoever sent the letter because right here in my subjects for today's show is the same visible (laughs) party pay. Friend of the pod, Dave Barrera says, new grift, let's start a party. I already have Visible and would be happy to join with you guys. Visible is just, instead of doing the uh, referral thing, now they got something called Party Pay. Party Pay! What's Party Pay? It's an all-new way to save serious cash with family and friends without the hassle of traditional group plans. Simply start a party and invite one, two, or three other members to join in. Your next bill will be 25 and everyone else's bill will adjust to 35 30 or even $25 a month, depending on how many join in. So It definitely pays to keep your party full. So basically, the idea is you get this little group together and for every member you get, your thing goes down about five bucks. Yeah. So it would be you, me, this dude Dave right now. Dave, you're in our party. Dave will be in the party. Then if we get one other person in the party, then everybody pays $25 a month, I think, essentially. And, um, this is not mandatory from Visible, but a sort of swingers vibe is implied. <laughs> So, so I mean, if anyone wants to, to swing with us, send uh, send us an email, <laughs> grifthorsepod at gmail.com. We got one more one more slot in the party. One more slot. This is awesome, I think. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I mean, like $40 a month is already, as you know. It's already crazy. And then I've been paying 20 I haven't paid 40 yet. Right. Because of that whole thing. Because of the referral shit? The referrals. And then you say, well, the referrals is going away, and they're making it party pay. They're making it party pay, yeah. And, um, I and love, I'm saying, let's dance. Let's do it. I love it. I love the vibe. It's like casual Friday. It's party pay. <laughs> I'm totally down. I was excited about that. Great. So thank you, Visible. And um, 
perhaps we have a fourth listener that's already on Visible. If not... I would hope so. I would hope that we've convinced at least one other person to jump ship to this corporation that we have nothing to do with. Why are we always talking about how fucking Visible slaps when they're not even giving us anything? Well, they are giving us something. I mean... I get in a way, yeah, I I guess. it's like, you know... AT&T, I'm doing that to save money for internet, but Visible's already saving me big time. Yeah. And I just like how easy it all was, because, like, like, you know, I don't... Changing over to me is a pain in the ass, and they made it so easy. Mm-hmm. And I have no problems with the phone, and I just... I love paying the low price, so thank you, Visible. <laughs> I'm going to call Visible my corporate experience of the year. How about that? Uh, I mean... <laughs> I am. And my AT&T is my negative corporate experience of the year. Yeah, right. Okay, I would second that. I would second that emotion, sure. I mean, um, that's probably a good thing to track, right? Like, who, you know, like, I'm going to get screwed really bad once this year. Sure. Okay, who's doing it to me? Well, uh, November, you, you caught that AT&T screwing. But, I mean, honestly, you know, all that you've been screwed out of thus far is time. True. And your time. It's worthless. Worthless, as they proved to me. Thanks for rubbing it in my face. (laughs) (laughs) You're worthless. Um, That just gives you more time to sit around and drag a matter and watch fucking Bonanza reruns or whatever the hell you do with your time. Have gone, will travel. Stop it. Have (laughs) gone, will travel. Want to know what I learned from it this 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 week? I would love to hear what you learned from this week. The guy has lots of platitudes, even though he's a gun for hire. Like you could tell, he's really well read. Yeah. So he says, patience, patience. It should be the first word in every dictionary, first word of every language, patience. Most cowboys don't talk like that. No. I'm telling you, Paladin's quirky, man. (laughs) Get in on Paladin. I mean, there's a reason I picked him out of all those old Western cowboys. And the reason is? He's an odd-thinking man's cowboy. He's not like other cowboys. Yeah, he's not... He's not trying to make a billion dollars on cattle or oil. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's just a gun for hire. His fast gun for <laughs> hire heats the calling wind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, paladin. Great. Look, here's a, here's a paladin right here where Charles what? Bronson was a guest star. Is this you showing me a photograph from your television? Uh, okay. Yeah. Great. There you go. Is your is your wall green? Yeah. You have your wall painted green. Yeah, a lot of people find it odd, but you gotta understand. It's I'm not a- that I find it odd. It's just I didn't even. I because you always talk about how you don't hang anything on the right, wall. Right. I but, would assume that you would treat your entire apartment in a transient way and not bother to paint. I did. I did for many years, and then I turned it green to match my environs because I'm at the base of Runyon Canyon over there. Sure. So it's like, it's green jungle. Right. And uh, <laughs> I think it's odd for a lot of people that enter in there. Just, what do you mean a lot of people that enter? You're telling me no one ever goes in there. True, under 10. But under 10 people total. So eight out of the 10 people who have ever entered your apartment think it, think it odd. Yeah, like even... Uh, you know, my lady, there's like, it's green, we should paint it. And then, like, one time my stepmom's friend came in there and she was, like, startled by it all. <laughs> she made a comment on that Wait, trip. Wait, it, it's all green? Every room is green? No. Uh, 
Just the living room. Just the living room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It was just quasi-related. But we were driving along with that woman one time in L.A. And she yeah. goes, there's a lot of people in L.A. And I go, yeah. And she goes, if you could figure out something that they wanted. And I go, yeah. She goes, you'd make a lot of money. <laughs> and I was like, the, the most basic building blocks of capitalism are just dawning on this woman. Right. It was odd. <laughs> I, it always stuck with me. I just was that advice what was that yeah I well, it's just more I mean if you could find something universal because I mean the implication is something that everyone wanted everyone wants you know what I mean regardless yeah. of pay grade or right like a Weber it, grill maybe or you know every member when those George Foreman's came out right everybody seemed to want those that's right Nobody wanted what I, my spin-off invention, the George Foreman bed. <laughs> uh, well. Oh, remember when we were going to open, uh, you know, a new issue of uh, Grift Gazette? Grift Gazette. What happened to that? I don't know. Well, you went into, uh, <laughs> you went into party. Yeah, I went into that. party zone. Sorry about that. Um, well, why don't we do it in Grift Mill? We can just do that. Okay, you mean why don't we do it in Grift Mill? Mill. Sure, absolutely. Sounds great. (laughs) Well, as you know, one of our long cons is background acting. Sure. Haven't pulled Triggy on it yet. I have to say, but could. Me and you have made zero dollars from this so far. <laughs> I had turned down so many offers that I thought once I start saying yes, they're just going to want me bad. Right. And I said yes a couple times and didn't get it. And then I haven't been asked in like three, four days. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. But I'm thinking that maybe the fires or something slowed them down. Ooh, good point. Something. Could be. Well, but speaking of background, I think some people are getting the jobs. Yeah. And this is about an incident. That happened. <laughs> Hold on. Where did I put this? This is about an incident that happened. On, on set. Set life. Where would I have this? Grift horse? Here we go. Sorry for the delay, gang. <laughs> Theme of my morning. All right. On the set of Madam Secretary, which okay. is Taya Leone. Does it, well, this sounds like a CBS show. Yeah. Oh, you don't know just Madam, the name of it sounds like you, CBS. You're not familiar with Madam Secretary. It's not like a brand new show. It's been on five, six years or something. I mean, I know the name, but I don't know any of the details. Right. It's supposed to be good, but I've never been able to watch even a drop of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially in our day and times now, a political drama on television. It's just so toothless to me. Right. It's just so, there's so much more going on. Okay. On the set of Madam Secretary, a background actor got hungry. <laughs> and this is, this is not in LA. This is in New Jersey the, where they shoot this. Oh, they. Okay. No, I had no idea. But in, on, in Whippany, New Jersey. Whippany. There was a fight Friday between a craft service employee and a background actor. <laughs> Now, you and I have actually talked about this. I don't know if we've talked about it on microphone. Right. But when you are a background actor, you don't have a lot of status on set. Sure. We will because we're SAG, which 
puts us over the real savages. <laughs> but you, you're not getting treated like you're used to be treating, like you've been on corporate. You know, right, right, like, right. And a lot of Featured times, guest star, yeah. Yeah, the food is like, you know, they're not there all day to cater to like use Lloyds that came to be extras. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you can't touch the food. Anyway, there were several hundred background actors. They were filming a scene where Taya Leone gives a speech. <laughs> I can't... Uh, several hundred. Several hundred? That's a lot. Yeah, honestly. This is. This must be uh, like a couple times a year or once a year they have a scene where she's got to talk to, like <laughs> give a rally or a speech or right. something. So when they went to break, a <laughs> horde of extras, and they are hordes, a horde of extras... <laughs> Warmed the snacks coffee table. Oh, Lord. An actor cut the line Mm -hmm. and was told by a female craft service staffer to get back. (laughs) He didn't get back, though, Megan. What'd he do? He pushed her. Oh, wow. And guess who happened to be standing there because he also works craft service? Hmm. Her husband. Oh, boy. And this is Jersey, I may remind you. Right. He socked the background actor in the face. (laughs) Where are you reading this? Where did I get the story? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. At this point, it's cut and pasted into my notes section. Oh, okay. Uh, This seems like post-worthy content. Uh, what do New you York Post worthy oh, content. Yeah. I mean, that seems. Uh, where did I? Uh, I don't have my link here. Okay. Okay. Um, so he, yeah, he flew in like a bat out of hell and he <laughs> socked him in the face. Right. The actor landed on the snack filled table, <laughs> <laughs> which you know, guys were grabbing under him trying to get snacks. <laughs> trying to get those nutritionally deficient oat bar things that are just 99% sugar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like crap. So, Megan, you would think that would be enough for the husband. That one punch just knocked the guy right into the snacks. I wouldn't, honestly. I mean, he assaulted his wife. I think anything short of death is too good. Well, this guy had the spirit of MVK in him. (laughs) And he got on top of the guy and punched him several more times. Love that. In the face. Yeah. That's his moneymaker. He's an actor. That's right. Yeah. You, you and I know they, they take pictures of you. Uh-huh. You're supposed to be facing the camera when they do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it left him bloodied. Bloodied. And cops had to peel the employee off the actor who was taken to the hospital and treated for his injuries. Wow. <laughs> we, we, we lead an exciting life, I think. You know? Here in Los Angeles? Or just us, me and you. Like, <laughs> let's sniff around this background scam. Right. Turns into there's melees going on. I, but that's, I mean, that's Jersey, man. Yeah. You know, we're, if we're talking a scene with a few hundo extras, I'm sure minimum wage is what? Negative $4 in Jersey? Probably, yeah. Those people, you think our time is fucking worthless? <sighs> oh, wee, baby. I grew up there. They're losing money living, the people in Jersey. Oh, yeah. The cost of living and the commute, I mean... I did one extra job on the East Coast. Where? It was Astoria Kaufman Studios in Queens. Okay. Which has given us the likes of Nicki Minaj, LL Cool J. <laughs> Are you just referring to the neighborhood itself? Or uh, the studios? Did oh, they yeah. did were they grew did they grow up in the studios? No, they did. Because okay. Astoria no, they're not in like the hip hop section of Queens, I don't think. Mm. The the studio. Anyway, it was for uh I've told you this before, it was for scenes from a ball. 
the Woody yes. Allen and Bette Midler. Yes. So that was way, way, way back in the day. My first ever, <laughs> probably my first ever on camera in show business anything. experience. Yeah. Except for the Uncle Floyd show, but that's not national. What was the uh, what was the crafty like on scenes from a mall? No recollection of it. You have zero recollection of crafty. Your mm-hmm. first crafty experience, and you don't remember a fucking second of it. No, I that's think, us. I think I was more concerned with like, oh, the woodman's over here. Right. This is how show business works. Oh, there's a couple of hotties over there. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> So, but that was that. Right. And so, yeah, you're right. I mean, East Coast, here in L.A., people are like, hey, this is my moneymaker. I'm not getting into any. Yeah, and you're not going to get in an altercation over an oat bar. Right. But you never know. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, that's true. We got we to gotta jump in. I do have some bad news for you, Megan. Great. I'm sorry Hit to tell me. you. I'm sorry to are tell you. Are you going to show me another fucking TikTok? Is it a TikTok of a dog? Is that the bad news you've brought to me? Because you've already showed me two dog-related TikToks. And I just want everyone to know, my facial expression did not change. One iota. Watching these dogs frolic. You're, I'm sitting here with one cold operator over here. <laughs> I mean, I said that you're going to get joy out of these TikToks. Mm-mm. And you steeled yourself against it. You did not want to get joy out of it. And I succeeded. And you did wildly. Uh, it was a dog running into leaves, which you got to be pretty psycho not to like that. <laughs> you <laughs> and know. another dog inside the leaves. The dog was already in the leaves. And, uh, and a little derivative of the first, really, if you think about it. She looked at it completely nonplussed and handed me back my phone and says, I don't care about that. Yep. And I still don't. All right. Well, maybe you'll care about this. And I'm not going to give you any time to process this. I'm just going to show it to you. And okay. I'd like you to read it to the listeners. Uh, okay. The in-between canceled by NBC after one season. <laughs> uh, coupled with a photo of a white woman looking stoically into the middle distance. Yeah. And she's so dumb she's not even facing the water. Why'd you go to the beach, bitch? Um but to reiterate, the in-between was canceled by NBC after only one season. <laughs> Dark news, folks. Dark we regret news. to be the bearer, but we the will, in-between has been canceled after only one season on NBC. You never see a cafe scene of the in-between and look in the back <laughs> and see me and Megan sitting there. They fall by the wayside, these shows. Yeah, that's why you got to gi- jump while the iron's, uh, you know, scalding. Scalding hot. Ah, ooh, ah. There it is. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's SAG, SAG level acting right there. Did you think I was burnt? I did. And, uh, ooh, look, a little space work there, too. Oof. Very nice. Show me uh, even a little more burnt than that. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> startled. Now show me you just saw a TikTok of a dog. Yeah. That, she recreated it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I was staring blankly in the middle distance, just like the protagonist of NBC's Now Cancelled. I already forgot the name of the show. The In Between. The In Between. I, I, mean, I mean, you could literally call any show that. Like, right. you know what I mean? It's one of those titles that could fit any show, and right. it's indicative of nothing. <laughs> the In Between. Well, let's hope that uh, Peacock picks it up. You know Peacock, right? Oh, yeah, the Peacock. CISO 2.0? Can't wait for that to drop. Wait, is CISO 2.0 coming out? Um, t- NBC Universal's trying their hand at a new streaming platform, baby. But it's, it's going to be called CISO? No, it's oh. called Peacock. 
but it's essentially CISO 2.0. Because CISO was NBC Universal. Yes, Ken. Gotcha. I was on two CISO shows. I was on Bajillion Dollar Properties. Yeah. And what was the one with Take My Wife? Mm-hmm. I was only on one. Which one? Uh, the Comedy Show Show, I think it was called. Was it stand-up? <laughs> Well, and the the premise of this was that comedians read McSweeney's uh, pieces that they themselves did not write. Oh, my God. Uh, That was television? You read a piece from McSweeney's? uh Uh-huh. That sounds crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, if you think it's not funny when you read it without saying it out loud, ooh-wee. Say it out loud. Seriously. I was watching Rhythm and Flow. Have you seen any of that? It's a rap competition show on Netflix. No, I haven't seen any of that. Okay, so Cardi B's one of the judges. Okay. So that's the main attraction. Right. I can I can understand. So this and she's brilliant at judging like I mean I would imagine she would be, yeah. So this one girl came out and she had like kind of that very afrocentric, you know, kind of a vibe, mm-hmm. like very like learned or something, you know what I mean? And so Cardi B goes, "You look like like you read books for fun?" Like I don't know, like you read Roots for Fun or something. <laughs> you read books for fun. That was her impression. But then she gave spot on advice. I mean, she's really, she's really. Who uh, knows what she's talking about? Seriously. Wow. Let's just, let's moment of silence for Cardi B. Yeah. Moment of reverence? Reverence, I there like that. There we go. Moment of reverence for Cardi B. Do you know she became a stripper? Do I know how she became a stripper? Yeah. No. So she's working in a supermarket. Yeah. And uh, the manager of the supermarket goes, you should work over there. You have a body like those girls. You'd make a lot of money. Yeah. That's how she did that's, that's, <laughs> That was it. Huh. I mean, that guy, uh, I mean, he should get me too, right? You don't walk up to a girl who's working at a supermarket and go, hey, good body. Should be a stripper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah, no. But. And she, yet. And yet. And yet that that man was Harvey Weinstein. That's right. So it turns out not everything he did was bad. No. He helped Cardi B succeed. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he's been out watching stand-up. He's scouting stand-up. Scouting. You, S- speaking of succeeding, yeah. we succeeded in getting two new Patreon members this week. Oh. Should we celebrate them just like we celebrated former stripper Cardi B? Absolutely. All right. Um, I don't know what these guys' stage names are, but um, we want to thank Nathan Morin. Thank you, Nathan. Nathan A- Morin. And... Matt Makata. Matt Makata. Thank you so much. NM and MM. Nathan <laughs> and Matt. And uh, we're so excited to have you. And uh, you're going to get to hear some Kiss My Griffs after this. That's How about what I'm that? talking about. Welcome in. It's going to be an explosive Kiss My Griffs in which I admit to fraud that uh, is possibly still pending. Lit- litigious. Litigious. So I'd want to listen to that. If you're not already <laughs> signed up, find out about that. Because next week I might be hosting the show alone with Megan and the Slammer. Or, yeah, I mean, we could just talk on the phone like they do on uh, Love After Lockup. Oh, I love that. Yeah, like the phone tap. But then we would actually, we well, if I do get incarcerated, then we're going to need to get more Patreon money because um, those phone calls are very expensive. 
What are the phone calls? To talk to someone in jail. That's a lot of money? Yeah. But as I've done that. Well, how long, though? I don't know. But maybe she called me? I don't know. I didn't check the bill. I was. This was before my grift horse days. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe things have changed. I don't. I just. I know that it's a major plot point in Love After Lockup. The uh, the price of the calling on the phone so is very high. Calls. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone. The people are paying hundreds of dollars a month just to talk to their loved one oh, that's behind a lot. bars yeah that's a lot maybe yeah. that's it costs a lot to call out i don't know i was calling i was calling in i think you were calling in i don't remember i really don't remember <laughs> i remember sending her money trying to mail her stickers and the stickers came back they weren't allowed to have stickers you can't have stickers in jail no because they could use it to make a weapon with it or something tape some girl shut and beat the crap out of her <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what they were doing Man, those were the days. Wow. Uh, so, shout out to all our grift horses behind bars. <laughs> this was a hell of an episode. What, was it very long or something? Or just the, the journey itself was... I just feel like it was kind of emotionally charged. I was, right. I was well, you com- came in I ca- hot. I came in hot. Yeah. And I, I want to thank you uh, publicly for dealing with all that. No problem. I love to be of service. A tale like this can often be tedious for the listener so if it was tedious i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> but this was a good one um i want to remind you that i am h michael cray you can find me on social media head on over to haveasummer.com slash shop pick up a mm-hmm. austin stories dvd or a t-shirt <laughs> S- support megan Bye. Support me. Uh, you know, I got. Well, I still got some Rick and Morty shirts on eBay. Oh man, jump look on those it. up. Jump on those. You know, on Twitter at Born Farrell. Can I show you something real quick, please? So I live by the Michael Jackson Auditorium, which is a they elementary s- school auditorium. Still haven't changed the name of that. Huh? Still haven't changed it. So then, look, they had their lion. They had like a lions and tigers and bears, like their scary pageant. <laughs> I'm like, oh, did you scare the kids enough? They, they sit in the Michael Jackson Auditorium every day. Um, that's right there, Gardner Middle School. A lot of kids use it to film skate videos and mm, stuff like that. I know exactly. It's right by uh, Meltdown. Yeah. Uh, turns out I got that Madam Secretary story off TMZ. Love that. See? And the app's paying off. It's paying off big time. Shout out to everybody. <laughs> We're going to keep you posted on AT&T. We'll keep you posted on... Uh, what was the other one? Visible? Yeah, visible. So, If you want to join our party, email us, grifthorsepod at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, let us know. How's everything tasting? Grifthorsepod at gmail.com. We will be reading a possibly litigious letter from a reader on Kiss My Griffs. Stay tuned for immediately that. Immediately after this, and I will be discussing my own possibly litigious scam that I've... Somebody... Somebody... Somebody wrote in as if they had discovered a tip. Right. That I have already done years ago. And this is what's going on the Kiss My Griffs? This is what we will be discussing. Yes. I mean, I don't know how you miss it. I would want to check it out. <laughs> I mean, this is the dangerous content. This is like the magazine and the black label. This is this is contraband. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well. I mean, I've done illegal stuff I won't be talking about. <laughs> what's in I don't know. I do a lot of legal things, but... What, like, um... You know, like, 
just turning when you're not supposed to sometimes. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. when there's like nobody on the road. Right, 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 right. So like making an illegal U-turn where the sign says no U-turn, but there's no cops around. Right, kind of exactly. Stuff. It's like when I used to teach defensive driving, right? Right. I would say to the people, oh, so you got this ticket, right? You got the ticket, so you had to come to this class. Mm-hmm. I go, think how many hundreds and hundreds of times a year you do illegal stuff and don't get caught. Sure. I said, that's why they call it a fine. So you go, fine. I'll pay it. Like, this is... <laughs> this is this is the fee I pay to be able to do whatever I want, uh-huh. whatever I want. That's why they call it a fine. That's why they call it a fine. Yeah, fine. Right. hundred bucks a year, I, I get to make 3,000 illegal turns. Mm-hmm. Okay. It seems like a pretty even payoff. Yeah. Better than AT&T. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much. And also, uh, farewell Spectrum. Uh, I will if everything's right when I get home I will be canceling Spectrum today so I end that journey that's what I'm talking about right there I want to thank Megan for her hospitality her can of tab and her cigarettes (laughs) and we will see you right here next week on Grift Grift Horse. Horse